Welcome to the latest episode of Imagining a New Economy, brought to you by People First Companies. I'm your host, Mia Voss, and our guest is Angela Yost Melfi, co founder of Threads Worldwide, a fair trade jewelry and accessory company that creates opportunities for their artists and partners around the world to imagine a new economy in their community, one gorgeous piece of jewelry at a time. Tune in. Hi, Ange. Hi, Mia. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am so well because I get to talk to you today and talk about Threads Worldwide, which has been, if you're watching a video, if we eventually post a video, I'm making a big heart shape here. Yeah. Um, so close to my heart. And I've known you and your partners for your co-founders for gosh, probably eight or nine years. So it's been so fun. long. I can't even remember back. how we I met. can't remember before. Exactly. Yeah. I can't remember yeah. how we met. You've just always been there. And so yeah, is Threads. Exactly. I'm constantly wearing. In fact, I have a threads necklace. I have threads and necklaces and jewelry all over the place because I love what the company is about and I love the designs. So, you know, it's kind of a oh, win-win for me. Yes. That's the best <laughs> thing to hear. Really That's is. the best thing. We want to make sure that people love the things mm-hmm. and the mission comes along with it, but they're not doing, they're not buying it or wearing it or supporting just for the mission. We want it to be this and that they love design first. Okay. So that's an imagining new economy <laughs> right there. We're yeah. just going to jump right into yeah, it. Yeah, let's do it. Because I think a lot of people do, uh, you know, they really do make a, a, you know, they, they're not really following their heart about it. It's like, okay, this company's doing good. So I'll buy it because it's a cute little throwaway thing. And that's not what it is at all with threads. And it's such a great distinction. Yeah. And I, when we talk about sustainable economies too, looking at every aspect of the business and keeping it sustainable, we want people to love what they have and what they get. So they come back. I mean, we've all done that where we go and we don't like the thing, but we feel like we should or whatever, maybe we feel guilt. And so we purchase it and then we just do it one time. And so we don't want those, we don't want our customers to have that experience. And then also, I know you've traveled and you go and you travel and you come back and you're like, oh, I'm going to wear these pants every day of my life. And then you get home and you're like, I, you never wear them. You don't even ever take them out of the packaging. Mm-hmm. And we also don't want to have that where it's so, you know, just we want things that people will wear here. And then there's an amazing, great, beautiful story to tell along with every single piece. Which quite frankly can go in with the environmental piece, which is part of people first and imagining a new economy is the consumerism and buying a bunch of things that end up being donated, which quite frankly, as we know, ends up in a landfill or in a dump. So having these pieces that I'm going to hang on to, that's that's pretty neat too, because it's not something I'm just going to kind of throw away, but it, it'll become a, a treasured item. Yes. Yeah. We love that. I love my trinkets. Yes, you do. <laughs> you're, I, I, you're always wearing the, the, some of our silver pieces. I love mm-hmm. it. And the yeah. earrings, I have a necklace that uh, my favorite I've worn is the the heart-shaped that, yes. uh, and I'm not sure, talk out about- of bone. Out of bone, yes. So yeah. that's, so we're going to back up. We're going to talk okay. about how All you right. started Threads because we get so excited. I know, exactly. Yes. We just go, we just but you off. know what? These are teasers. These are little teaser conversations and we'll pull the thread, no pun intended, on each one, but talk about Threads Worldwide, how it got started, and then how this works in in creating an amazing economy in the world. Yeah. So um, it started with uh, my two best friends and I founded the company and we traveled around the world together. And every time we were traveling, we would find ourselves, you know, we would always joke that we would, what we would do on our trips was just kill time between meals. 
you know, we're just backpacking around. We had nothing to do, but like wait for lunch and then let's go wait for dinner. And, um, and so we find ourselves at coffee shops and just anywhere that we were, we were talking about how we could work together because we knew that we wanted to do something together. And we had so many ideas that I am so glad didn't work out. (laughs) And then, um, I had actually been, I, I learned about, um, the fact that sex trafficking exists, that it happens. And I, I could not believe it. I remember it was September, 2009. I couldn't even believe, I mean, I don't know. I I couldn't believe that it existed. And I just got obsessed with it and learning about it. I audited a class through um, Denver university DU and, um, and from there, I learned that when you can empower women, give them a way to earn an income that alleviates that from happening, doesn't get rid of it, unfortunately, but you know, I know, right? Yeah. I get goosebumps that, that happening. Mm-hmm. And so it just really, Mia, it was like a bolt of lightning from the sky, the idea. Um, I was looking down at a skirt that I had on the ground from the Congo, this bright, you know, this bright, beautiful blues and yellows on the ground. I looked down at that. And it was I thought, immediately it was, we're going to bring in products that are made by women. And then we're going to sell through women here in the U.S. It was like, boom, boom, because what we want to do is create really, we, we, I didn't have these words for it then, but it's, we're creating economies everywhere that we go. So we want women in these countries who have such extreme talent and not, not a strong market. We want to connect them to our strong market. And we want women here to have flexibility, to be able to create their own side money, whatever it is, as the storyteller and the connectors of these beautiful products. So, I mean, women are very, very much at the pillar of what we do because of the way that we um, invest in our families and in our communities. And, you know, statistically that's shown that women reinvest 90% what they make back into their families and their communities. And then that's what we've seen absolutely going and visiting the, the women and learning about what they're doing and where they're putting their money. That's what they do. That is absolutely what they do. I love it because threads is a conduit as well too, to yeah. economies, stories, communities. And that's the piece too, that the folks that make the jewelry that you represent are called artisans within threads. And then the women who come on to sell the products, have the parties connect to their friends and, and get them and get the products in front of them are, are, what are they called? Socialpreneurs. Socialpreneurs. Social impact entrepreneurs, (laughs) a little bit of a mouthful. So we shortened it a little bit. We took out a, a, what is it? What is that? Consonant? (laughs) <laughs> something like that. I'm a little too. <laughs> I know. Like my daughter practices this all the time. Um, we took anyway, socialpreneur. We shortened it up, which I love. We shortened it up. But one of the things too, about the, the local economies that you're talking about is, you know, it's really important to us too. We don't want to be in any kind of donation model or any kind of where they're relying on us. And yes, it is external money that's coming in. But one of the things that we always celebrate is when the artisans can, a couple of things, one, expand the local market because of our purchases. And let's just be honest, the U.S. dollar goes really far in in different countries. So when we come in and we can have an influx through the work that they're creating, this is not through a donation, but through work that they're doing, they then can go and hire cooks 
Like our partners in Bali, they have a full-time cook. They bring on childcare. They are stimulating local economies. So that's something huge that we celebrate. It's not just the artisans that we work with and an exchange there of the, of the money, but it's also them creating local economies. That's one thing. And another thing that we really celebrate is how is when women leave. So they come, this is really their only opportunity. They get skills in creating things, you know, making beautiful art and then also business. And then when they leave and it doesn't happen all the time, but when they go and they're like, oh, I'm, 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 my real passion is catering. One of the women that we worked out with down in Bolivia, she left and she started her own catering company. And again, there we go. There's another local business that got um, maybe some, uh, some, I don't know, gasoline on its fire. Sure. <laughs> you know? Sure. They got wind of the sales. They got, wind they, the got sales. Yeah. they got fueled. What a great thought too, because I think a lot of people do think in terms <laughs> of uh, countries outside of ours that are creating products and so forth that they, we don't even give them any, any thought that they would want to do something else besides this. You're making money. You should be happy. They have dreams as well. Yes. And I know that there are some artisans that too have come back and then and you have uh, gone down to visit. We'll talk about the countries that you're in too, that you've gone down and their their children. Now you've been doing this long enough. It's at a second gen type of thing where their kids are now graduating or they've been able to create an environment where they can change things up for their kids. Yes. That's huge. Absolutely. We were, we were just down in Guatemala first trip in three years. Yes. So usually we are, our team of socialpreneurs, they can earn trips to go travel and meet our partners. We've been to Guatemala, Ecuador, Bali. We were supposed to go to Uganda in 2021. Mm. We were supposed to go to Guatemala in 2020. Anyway, finally, all these years later, we get back to Guatemala and it was amazing at the end we had this, this four days with them. And at the end, um, they put the, the kids, the next generation in the middle of the circle and had them sharing what, what's your future? What do you want to be? And they wanted to be teachers and doctors and lawyers and fashion designers. And that was in one generation. Their moms did not go to school. Mm. That's in one generation. Not only are they completing school, but they have these huge aspirations and dreams for the future of Guatemala. <sighs> Talk about chills. Oh. Yes, I know. Just just hearing him. And that, that is a new imagining a new economy that, that you're helping them create next gen wealth. Yes. Right. Change up the next generation too. So and I, I love that that ripple effect. Yes. It, it really, really is. is. What what countries are you in right now? Okay. So Guatemala. What countries represent? Mm-hmm. Yep. Guatemala, Ecuador, Bolivia, Ethiopia, Uganda, Indonesia, Vietnam, and India. Wow. And you know what I love too? Let's talk about the environmental piece as well, because you know we that this is where we're going to loop back about the amazing heart necklace. Pieces, yeah, yes, yeah. the pieces, and we'll we'll uh, definitely post some in the the blog post that we have about this with the, with photos. But you know that's made of recycled bone. Uh, the tagua seed, I know, for the Ecuadorian pieces, which are some of my absolute favorites. I mean, that's using an actual seed from the environment, you know, from the trees, the local trees, which I love, you know, again, incorporating the local ecosystem. Yes. Yes. So, um, yeah, the, the women are, first of all, very resourceful. 
and use their local materials. So you mentioned a couple of them, but in Ecuador, they're using tagua seed, uh, which is considered to be vegetable ivory. So it mm-hmm. carves very well. It has this beautiful creamy color and it will take any color. I mean, the yes. talent that they have, we give them, you know, the the fashion Pantone of the season mm-hmm. and they match it exactly. It's incredible. And they're doing this over their stove tops. And yeah. I mean, it's just incredible with the talent that they have so that they use acai seeds, achira seeds, pambal seeds. So lots of seeds, coconut shells. Um, then in Vietnam, they're using upcycled bullhorn. So in mm-hmm. the stockyards, they go into the stockyards in India, they'll use upcycled um, cow bone as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in Ethiopia, they're using upcycled metals that they find on the ground, including bullet casings. Yeah, it's one of my favorite bracelets. Previous war conflicts. Yeah, I mean, just mm-hmm. the, 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 again, the talent and the resources that they do, and they, it pulls everything into when we're talking about design. It's this really unique one of a kind. I mean, your, your piece is a piece of bullhorn that nobody else will have. Theirs will be right. a little bit, a little bit different. You know, there'll mm-hmm. be a different grain to it. And I just, it's just every time we talk about the materials, it's just so inspiring from a perspective again of the value, the way that they're upcycling materials and the way that they're giving value to the rainforest. Like in Ecuador, before the farmers were cutting down the trees to sell for fuel. Now they're protecting the trees because they have a sustainable uh, resource that they can sell. These sure, sure. Over and over and over again. <sighs> Making such a difference. And you know what a woo person I am. So I love the energy that comes into that as well for each one of these really unique pieces that yes. again gives them a chance to, to show their artwork and, and the clever enough, cleverness of it as well. And then on the, the pay piece too. So from the equitable pay perspective, again, these are providing not just a one-off type of thing. I'm going to sell a couple of bracelets and then maybe just give the money to my family or my husband. And then that's kind of it. You actually help them think outside of just this, this, you know, one dimensional way of making money that never really pans out or isn't consistent. Yeah. So we, one of our pillars is fair trade. And so we're part of the fair trade federation and, and um, there's nine, there's nine elements, nine factors to be part of the fair trade federation, but the three just real quickly that we talk about the most is no child labor. Okay. Duh. Um, Healthy working conditions. Yes. And then what you're talking about is the pay. So we pay um, livable wages and we pay them fairly and sorry, pay, we pay them fairly. Yes. And on time. So, um, you know, in general manufacturing, it's what net 90, net 120 days, we're paying 50% up front. We send them their our order, we pay them 50% up front. They ship our order, we pay them 50%. This is before we've sold a single piece. So really they are, one, they're getting paid, like I said, in a, in a, in a timely manner, but also in terms of the, the wages is it's a livable wage. So even compared to here, if you think about it, if you go to, I don't know, Burger King and you apply for a job and you get that job and you're like, oh no, I can't afford to live off of $15 an hour or whatever minimum wages. I can't afford to live off of that. They're like, well, too bad. Then don't work here the conversation's different. They're really looking at all of the elements that go into education, um, food, uh, transportation, all of those things that go into how they factor what we're paying them per, for, for their work, for a project that, we're, that they're working on with us. Love that. I love that. So that's giving, you know, again, it's so empowering 
and to not have that uncertainty. Uncertainty is, is the thing that can just blow your energy so much. If you're just so worried, it can affect your creativity, your mental health, your physical health, right? Because of worry about that. And then to have a creative outlet again, you know, yeah. it may not be what they want to do all the time, like you said, which I love that factor as well, but it's something where this is what they can do to have joyous. Now I'm going to throw in the piece that I also love too, that, and I believe it might be the, the folks that you work with in Guatemala about the energy of when they come in and they work and say, <laughs> you know, if you're going to come in, we need to make sure your energy's good and you're feeling focused. And if you're having a bad day, we just don't come in and work on these pieces. You're going to infuse it with some not so great energy. Yes. And they really take that seriously. It, it, the story started with this woman, Marla, who she sent her daughter, Rocio, to school. She's the first kid in their, in their, in their generations to first daughter to graduate school, graduate university. And she, that was exactly the story that she told. And that's, we found when we were down there that all of them do that. They're, they said it's too important, the energy that we're sending out and they're making these bracelets and they're weaving in, literally we have them that words that say courage or joy or gratitude. And they're weaving that into the pieces. I absolutely love that. And I believe in it. I really do. Yeah. I mean, talk about having the, the feminine energy that can be brought into business. It can be brought into uh, and giving that again, you're you're acting as a bridge to bringing their beautiful work here to the states where it is treasured. Yeah, and it is, <laughs> which I love. What's coming up next for Threads, and how can we find out all about you? And we'll have this in the the show notes as well. Yes. Um, well, we are just launching our home goods collection. So we have, you know, we started with jewelry. We, <laughs> excuse me, we moved into handbags. So we have both of that. And now people are like, well, but I, I'm just don't wear jewelry mm -hmm. and how, and we want to showcase some of the other talents that our partners have. And so we are launching home goods um, and we're doing sort of home goods 1.0 and we'll see how it goes and hopefully expand from there. Um, and we're really looking at from a perspective from the socialpreneurs, one of the things that we, we've noticed that we're really good at is business coaching and getting really, you know, all elements of, okay, how do I speak in front of people? How do I, um, create a system where I can, you know, stay in contact with people? How can I do follow-up and develop relationships, these elements of creating a business? And so we're really focusing on, um, reformatting, recontextualizing our training to business training, just like our partners, they come and they learn about jewelry and all that it takes to create a jewelry business. And then they go and they do other things. That's what sort of what we're mapping on of how can we do more of that business training? You come, we'll train you in having a really, really successful threads business. And then after a time, maybe it's not for you, but you've walked away with some really, really amazing business skills. So oh, I love that new yeah. element. That is so smart because it is a piece that, although it seems that it should be inherent or that, it, uh, that we should know it, it's very daunting to even think about uh, presenting, pitching, coming up with the information. And yeah, I mean, all, all the elements of business that may not necessarily be taught or not something that, that you're raised with. So that is super smart. I yes. love that new, I love both those home goods. You know, I'm, I'm down a thousand you're, percent. You're, you're in for, for that. that. Yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely in for that, but I love that new piece too. So we can reach you at threads worldwide, right? Everywhere. Threadsworldwide.com and our, all our handles are at threads worldwide. Absolutely. So if you want to be a, a social impact entrepreneur with threads and you're here in the States, 
uh, you can reach out there as well. Or just looking at the jewelry, just shopping for it. Shop, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Find the stories too. And that's what I love on the website too, are the, the faces and the stories yes. of all of your artists and are featured on there. So thank you for making a difference in the world. I love this. You know, I love talking about you anyway. So thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Thanks for your interest. Absolutely. Thanks for being on the show. All right, everyone. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. If you'd like to learn more about Threads Worldwide and check out their amazing jewelry, you can go to threadsworldwide.com. If you'd like to be a part of the People First Companies movement, you can find out more at peoplefirstcompanies.net or send us an email at info at peoplefirstcompanies.net. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. We'll see you on the next episode.